Have you ever wondered about the wealthiest woman in the world? Most people know a lot about the wealthiest men, but not many can name the wealthiest woman. Well, let me introduce you to someone fascinating, Francoise Betancourt Myers. While many of us scratch our heads, she's quietly making thousands of dollars. How? She's part of the famous L'Oreal family and has a mind-blowing $100 billion to her name. But who is she really? And what's her luxurious life like? In this video, we uncover the story of Francoise Betancourt Myers and peek into her incredible life of luxury. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Francoise Betancourt Myers is a remarkable individual who wears multiple hats with grace and purpose. Not only is she known for her philanthropic endeavors, but she also stands out as a notable French businesswoman, a talented writer, an accomplished pianist, and an heiress to a substantial fortune. What sets her apart even more is her distinction as the wealthiest woman in Europe, adding a unique flavor to her already impressive profile. Born on a summer day, July 10, 1953, in the picturesque setting of Neuilly-sur-Seine, Paris, France, Francoise's roots are deeply entwined with the essence of French culture. Growing up, she experienced the privileges and responsibilities that come with being the only child of Liliane Betancourt and André Betancourt, figures well known in French high society. Notably, her family tree reaches back to her grandfather, Eugene Schuler, the visionary founder behind L'Oreal, a global beauty and cosmetic powerhouse that continues to shape the industry today. Betancourt's dad, André Betancourt, was a brave hero from France's wars and also worked as a foreign affairs minister in France for two decades. Her mom, Liliane Betancourt, got the L'Oreal company from her dad, Eugene Schuler, And she also had about 21% of Nestle shares and was once Europe's richest woman. A rising star, Francoise and L'Oreal. Back in 1997, Francoise Betancourt Myers became a director of the L'Oreal board. This was a smooth move given that her grandfather was the owner of L'Oreal, and her mother already had a big share in the company. Fast forward to 2007, when she took legal action, suggesting that her mother's mental state had been affected by the Betancourt affairs. Her concern arose when she suspected Francois-Marie Beignet of exploiting her mother's cognitive decline in an attempt to gain control of her inheritance. As a result of this situation, the court entrusted the management of the family's assets to her and her two sons. Yet, when her mother passed away in September 2017, Francoise Betancourt Myers assumed more significant responsibilities within L'Oreal. She inherited her mother's wealth, leading her to take on more prominent roles. Furthermore, she took up the position of chairwoman at Tethys Invest, the family's enterprise that holds ownership of L'Oreal. In September 2017, Lillian Betancourt, her mother and the only inheritor of L'Oreal, as well as a significant shareholder in Nestle, passed away at 94 years old. As a result, her substantial wealth, amounting to approximately $46 billion, was bequeathed to her daughter, Francoise Betancourt Myers. As per French regulations, Francoise Betancourt Myers was required to inherit at least 50% of her mother's real estate properties. This led to a significant surge in her net worth and expanded her holdings through the real estate she received. These assets encompass a modern, exquisitely designed mansion situated in the affluent Nuit-sur-Seine neighborhood of Paris, France, along with the childhood home she was raised in, located near the Brittany coast. Her Shares and Investments At present, Francois Betancourt Myers possesses the most substantial portion of shares in L'Oreal, a company that encompasses popular brands such as Lancôme and Gournier. 
her ownership stake in L'Oreal is estimated to be around 33.1%, translating to an impressive value of $107.5 billion. Remarkably, even amid the challenges posed by the pandemic in 2020, L'Oreal managed to generate substantial revenue, reaching at least $38.2 billion in the year 2021. Rumors have circulated about the possibility of her family enterprise, Tethist Invest, venturing into hospital groups in the future. Presently, Francoise Betancourt Myers serves as the chairwoman of Tethys Investments, a company she co-founded with her family back in 2016. Francois Betancourt Myers Assets Francoise is a well-known figure, especially in France, where she resides. She has a collection of real estate properties, including a grand home in Paris and others in places like Bordeaux and Lille. When it comes to cars, she owns quite a few luxurious ones, such as a Bentley Continental, Jaguar F-Type, Porsche 911, and even a Ferrari. Being the world's richest woman, she embraces these luxuries that match her status. Her profits mirror those of Bernard Arnault, the current wealthiest individual globally, who transformed LVMH into a powerhouse with 75 fashion brands, including prestigious names like Christian Dior, Tiffany & Company, and Moet and Chandon Champagne. Arnault's fortune surged by $48.6 billion, reaching a staggering $210.7 billion in 2023. His company's successful sales of upscale handbags, cosmetics, and premium wines contributed to remarkable gains and impressive returns. A less recognized yet equally substantial surge in wealth recently can be observed in the French family responsible for Hermes International, another prominent provider of luxury items known for their exquisite silk scarves and leather goods that compete with LVMH. The sixth-generation family's estimated worth has climbed to around $157 billion, a notable increase from $95 billion in October, propelled by record-breaking stock values. The notable expansion of wealth among a group of French companies' founders and inheritors, marking an impressive surge of $93 billion just this year, highlights France's escalating global influence in the luxury and cosmetic sectors. Additionally, two other family fortunes have experienced substantial growth. The Wertheimer brothers, proprietors of the privately held Chanel, renowned for its tweed suits and number no. 5 perfume, and Francois Pinot, the creator of Caring SA, which owns Gucci. Each of these five multi-generational businesses originated in France and achieved success by venturing into global markets, including the notably profitable landscape of China, which has proven advantageous for luxury brands. Furthermore, the expansion of these companies was bolstered by strategic acquisitions over the years, which played a pivotal role in driving growth for L'Oreal, LVMH, and Caring. Books, The Great Gods and Other Ventures Francoise Betancourt Myers achieved success not only in her business endeavors, but also as an accomplished writer and published author. She is recognized for possessing various works, including Bible commentaries, The Great Gods, A Glimpse into the Bible, and materials focused on Jewish-Christian relations. Her book, The Greek Gods, received the prestigious Prix de Laurier Wurz Award. Francoise Betancourt Myers manages a charitable foundation established by her family. This organization focuses on supporting endeavors in the fields of science and art, primarily within France. Notably, in 2019, in collaboration with L'Oreal, Francoise Betancourt Myers and her family chose to contribute $229 million for the restoration of the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris, which suffered significant damage due to a fire that occurred in the same year. Amid the pandemic in 2020, both her family and L'Oreal stepped forward by contributing approximately $25 million 
and actively participating in the production of complementary hand sanitizers to aid during the crisis. And in a nutshell, in conclusion, the story of Francoise Betancourt Myers is one of remarkable achievements, spanning various domains and showcasing her exceptional versatility. From her prominent role as the heir to L'Oreal's legacy, she not only embodies her family's impressive business prowess, but also demonstrates her own multifaceted talents. As the wealthiest woman in Europe, her life has been intertwined with the grandeur of luxury, whether through her vast real estate holdings, opulent car collection, or deep involvement in the world of high fashion. Beyond her business acumen, she has also embraced philanthropy and literature, contributing to science, art, and interfaith dialogue through her foundation and literary works. Francoise's journey is a testament to the fusion of legacy, enterprise, and the pursuit of excellence, making her a compelling figure in the realm of global prominence. And there you have it, folks, a peek into the incredible world of the world's richest women and their lavish lifestyles. If you enjoyed this video, remember to hit the subscribe button, like, share, and leave a comment. Stay tuned for more captivating stories about the rich and famous. For the second year in a row on the Forbes list of the world's billionaires, the planet's richest woman is L'Oreal heiress Francois Betancourt Myers of France. Worth an estimated $74.8 billion, Betancourt Myers is an estimated $1.2 billion richer than a year ago, making her the 14th richest person in the world. The 68-year-old French citizen is the vice chair of the board of L'Oreal, the world's largest cosmetics and beauty company, which her chemist grandfather founded in 1909. Betancourt Myers and her family own about 33% of L'Oreal's stock. She's been a member of the company's board since 1997, and her two sons, Jean Victor Myers and Nicholas Myers, also sit on the board. Betancourt Myers first landed on the Forbes Billionaires list in 2018 after her mother, Lillianne Betancourt, then the planet's richest woman, died in 2017 at the age of 94. In 2007, Betancourt Myers famously sued close family friend Francois-Marie Bannier for allegedly siphoning more than $1 billion worth of gifts from Lillianne. Bannier was later sentenced to three years in jail and was ordered to reportedly pay back $16.5 million to Betancourt and her family. As the world's largest beauty manufacturer, L'Oreal owns more than 35 cosmetic, skincare, and personal care brands. Its lead portfolio companies include Maybelline, Garnier, and NYX. Far from a stodgy conglomerate, the 100-year-old company has continued to stay fresh-faced via technology and acquisitions. It recently launched a headset to help people make precise fragrance choices. But more important than its tech incubator, L'Oreal continues to acquire indie brands and form strategic alliances to stay on top of trends. All in all, L'Oreal's group of companies generated more than $35 billion in revenue in 2021, and the company employs 85,000 people worldwide. Betancourt Myers is also president of her family's philanthropic foundation, which champions France's role in the advancement of the sciences and arts. They say it takes an extraordinary human being and extraordinary circumstances to make a billionaire. One without the other will only make a millionaire. Oftentimes, when we talk about billionaires, it is synonymous to someone who is a bit eccentric, bold, and, well, a man. Someone who has spent a lifetime in building a business and expanding it to all parts of the globe. But the billionaire we're about to discuss today is neither eccentric nor a man. She is, in fact, the richest woman on the planet. Francoise Bencourt Myers, 
was born on 10th of July 1953 in Neuilly-sur-Seine, France, to parents Liliane Bedencourt and André Bedencourt. Her mother, Liliane, was the daughter of Eugene Schule, the famous French entrepreneur who was the founder of L'Oreal, the world's leading company in cosmetics and beauty. She is the only daughter of the multi-billionaire businesswoman Liliane Bedencourt and French politician André Bedencourt. Growing up in the Brittany coast, Bedencourt was a contemplative, introvert child. She loved books, literature and history and would make great friends with her favorite books. During her childhood, she recalls that she preferred reading books and playing the piano rather than going on glamorous events like her parents did. She studied at a Catholic school in France. As the young Bedencourt grew up, her power of imagination widened and her taste in literature matured. Times reporter Tom Sancton described Bedencourt Myers as serious-minded intellectual. Thus, her interest in much more serious aspects of life started to come about. She devoted great amount of time in understanding the Greek mythology and history of religion. During her college, she received a degree in international Jewish-Christian relations and the study of the genealogy of Greek mythology. Her work is quite proactive and insightful, giving the reflection of a very deep thinker. It is no surprise that she is the author of a five-volume biblical study. The story of a young academic ending up becoming the richest woman alive starts from her grandfather, Eugene Schuller. Schuller was a French chemist who developed a hair dye formula he called L'Oreal. He sold that and other products he created to hairdressers in Paris. In July 1919, he registered his company as the Société Française de Tensions Inoffensives pour Chez Vous, which in English means Safe Hair Dye Company of France. Eventually, Schuller changed the name of his company to L'Oréal, and thank you for that. Schuller provided the financing for a violent fascist and anti-communist group called La Cagoule, which he ran out of the headquarters for L'Oréal. The group was involved with the Nazis during the war. L'Oréal branched out into other beauty products and saw massive growth and become one of the biggest brands in the industry. U.S. is in the works. Schuller died in 1955, passing on his incredible wealth to daughter Liliane Bedencourt. Liliane was the only child of Eugene Schuller. She was only five when her mother passed away. She went to work at her father's company as an apprentice when she was 15 years old, mixing products and labeling bottles. Not much is known about her involvement in the company over the years. In 1950, she married André Bedencourt, a French politician with pro-Nazi leanings who was deputy chairman of L'Oréal. Bedencourt had been a member of La Cagoule, a violent French fascist group that Lilian's father had funded in the 1930s and that collaborated with the Nazis during World War II. After the war, her husband, like other members of La Cagoule, was given refuge at L'Oréal, despite his politically inconvenient past. 
She held an active seat on the L'Oreal Board of Directors until 1995. Badencourt was well known for her discipline and hard work. Even when she was in her 80s and suffering from dementia, she went for long walks every day and stayed in shape with several hours of exercise starting at 4 a.m. Lillian Betancourt had a net worth of $46 billion at the time of her death. When she passed away at the age of 94, she was the richest woman in the world. Upon Lillian's death, the torch of the mighty L'Oreal was passed down to Françoise Betancourt, making her the wealthiest writer and woman on the planet. From the very beginning, Françoise had a completely different vision for the company and its image. She was among the French billionaires who pledged almost $1 billion after Notre Dame burned in April 2019. On top of that, she had played a crucial role as the president of the Bedencourt Schuller Foundation, the charity she co-founded in the 1980s. The foundation issues grants to support research in the life sciences and arts projects. Despite the wealth, her hard work in academia is still considered of great importance. The heiress has written books on topics ranging from Greek mythology to Jewish-Christian relations. Her most recent book, A Biblical Commentary, was published in 2008, of which she made a lot of public appearances for signing out copies. Like all celebrities, despite all the fame and money, they always find themselves under highlights and not in a good way. In 2007, there was a huge controversy between the mother and daughter. Françoise launched a lawsuit against her mother's close friend and celebrity photographer François-Marie Bagnier, whom she accused of attempting to take a share of the family's fortune. The trial soured the mother-daughter relation, as a lot of personal information was made public. At one point, Lillian said, I don't see my daughter anymore, and I don't wish to. For me, my daughter has become something inert. The case later became known as the Berencourt Affair and would last until 2015. Bernier was ultimately convicted for capitalizing on Lillian's struggle with dementia to gain family assets. There was a lot of public backlash on Françoise, but she remained determined and eventually proved everybody that she was right. Things weren't too easy for Françoise as her grandfather's involvement with the Nazis created some problems with her marriage as well. Her husband, Jean-Victor Myers, is Jewish. He's the grandson of a rabbi who was murdered at Auschwitz. When Françoise and Myers got married, it created quite a scandal. The couple revealed they were raising their children as Jewish, which also caused a stir in the Bedencourt family. The couple has two adult sons, Jean-Victor and Nicholas. Jean-Victor began serving on L'Oreal's board alongside Bedencourt Myers in 2012, making the entire family directly involved with the business. According to Forbes in 2021, Francois's net worth has become a whopping $93.3 billion, making her not just the richest woman alive, but also one of the richest human beings. Despite her enormous wealth, her lifestyle is not that extravagant. 
she still prefers a private and quiet life above everything else. Her story provides valuable lessons for us all. Keeping a positive attitude will make life much more interesting and invite positive events in your life. Most of the valuable lessons come from setbacks, failures and defeats. No matter what, always follow your passion and dreams. Simply because no one can put a price on your dream and what you love to do in life. And the way to find your passion is through exploration of new things, gaining experiences and learning from your mistakes. Stick to what you know is a strict school of thought in many entrepreneurship circles. Last but perhaps the most important aspect is always giving something back to society. Thank you for watching this video. If you like the kind of content we produce, consider subscribing to our channel and click the bell icon so you get notified whenever we upload a new videos. And I'll see you in the next video.